Well, hello. Welcome to the RPG Academy presents Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen. Uh, my name is Chris Berlew. I am the game master and host for the show. Uh, joining me tonight, we have three of our four normal players. Uh, RJ had a prior commitment. So as you can see, it says, uh, I'll be back soon for his image. He'll be back for our next game. Uh, in the meantime, joining us have our other three players. So Clay, how you doing this evening? I'm doing all right. Name's Clayton, playing a Lark Calborn fighter, the Knight of Salamnia, or not quite knighted yet. See, someday, <laughs> someday. Uh, and joining us, as always, we have Dave. How are you tonight, Dave? Uh, I'm Dave. I am playing uh, Goran Greeneye, your Dwarven Ranger. Excellent. RJ, how you doing? Oh, we already covered you. Last but not least, we have Skip. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing all right. I'm Skip. I'll be playing Dutch, the cleric of Kiri Jolith. Well, when we last left off, uh, you guys were coming back from your mission uh, to go rescue our fair uh, Tinker Gnome down there. Tatina. Uh, Tatina. And on your way back, you have reunited with Cudgel and Captain Beckland. Captain Beckland was pretty injured. They had her on a litter. Uh, most of her armor was gone. She was just wearing her greaves and her bracers. Everything else has been left wherever they needed to leave it. Uh, you guys make your way back to the city where they are very eager to talk to Captain Becklin and Cudgel and find out more reports. Captain Becklin is recognized as a knight and is taken immediately to the castle. Uh, as so is Cudgel and the remaining few of her uh, forces that were there. You guys are thanked. Uh, Tatina smiles at Gorin. So, uh, we'll see each other later, right? Yep, I'm going to go talk with uh, the governor right now. And uh, wh where will you be? I do not know where I'm going to be. Maybe I will yeah. uh -huh. head towards the the fields out beyond the out beyond the wall. Okay. Well, you tell me what they need out there. I'm sure I can come up with something that would help them. And then you know, come find me later. I'm sure I can find something that'll help you. Okay. Deal. Huh? Ready? Okay. And she holds out a hand. I shake it and say, "Have a safe, safe journey." Uh, you too. And she's shaking your hand rather vigorously and holds on longer than she needed to. And walks away. And as she's walking into the room, the same room you guys met the governor and the marshal in, she stops at the door and turns around and wiggles her fingers in an awkward wave at Gorin. And runs into the room and they close the door. You guys are free to spend the evening on the fourth floor as you normally have in your makeshift room with the cots. You guys get a nice long rest so you can heal up any healing points or health points you need to get back any spells, any feats that you have that recharge or reset, including the ones that you've been forgetting to use. 
That's me. <laughs> I wasn't pointing fingers. I was just saying. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Point them at myself. Fair enough. And you guys, I mean, you're given a good meal. If you, you know, if you choose, they offer you a hot bath, which for some of you might be new. I won't point any fingers at Goran. I'm just saying. No, not at all. <laughs> In the morning, you guys realize that while you were asleep, uh, your cohort there, Held, is not in the room. He doesn't seem to have left any message or anything as to where he's gone. Well, that's unusual, but... That is. I hope he's not getting into trouble. Who knows what he may have uh, picked up for a personal assignment to do. He keeps telling us he's not that guy, so let's... Hope right. he's not being truthful to us. Just need to make sure uh, Mayor Raven knows that Cudgel and Becklin are here. I don't think we stopped in it in the evening on the way through. I think we were just trying to get them to where people could help them. So I think it's important for her to know that. Okay. Are you guys going to go out there or are you going to just send a messenger? I think we'll go out there. Yeah, Um That'll be good to check in on, on the uh, the citizens and okay. See how they're doing. You guys head outside the main walls to the uh, buildings that they have agreed to house all of the residents of Vogler, Vogler uh, which are now kind of residents of Calamon. And you you find Raven, she's there. She looks tired. But she's still leading people, telling people where they need to be, ensuring people that things are going to be okay. And she sees you guys and smiles a little bit. Hello. Hello, Mayor. I've asked you. It's just yeah, I know. Raven now. You still are leading their people. So maybe we'll call you, call you something different soon. Maybe someday. Either way, with our task yesterday that we were sent to go find this gnome and bring her back, which we've done, on the way back, we ran into Cudgel and Becklin and a very few of left of Cudgel's team. Uh, they are inside at the castle, being tended and things. I think our hastiness to get them to... Somebody that could help probably overtook us telling you last night. So I don't know if you have want to check in or anything. She takes a step towards you, Alaric, and puts a hand on your shoulder and leans her head down and rests it on the back of her hand. Thank you. And you can see her shoulders for a couple of seconds kind of bob up and down and you hear her sniffle. Do the per se gentle me hug around if you will sort of and hide her because it seems that was her goal. After a moment she regroups and thank you. Yes. I figured it was something you would want to hear. 
we didn't even get many details besides they made it out um, in a much quieter voice. My fear right now would be Cudgel's man that brought us Becklin's helmet. That said, they all fell. Yes, he is still here. He has been helpful. I do not see any signs of anything unusual. JF has been helping people. See how I made her say the name so I didn't have to remember? <laughs> see how I paused um, to look it up. Had to look. Just a precautionary tale is all I'm trying to say. I don't know. I would like to see where Cudgel stands today to let her um, have that talk. Especially without him knowing she's here. Very well. I will leave that to her. Yeah, I think not letting a lot of people know that both um, Cudgel and Becklin are alive at this point until they are ready to uh, answer more questions and tell their story. Not that we've checked in with them this morning, so I mean, if you'd like to go in right. and do that, I'm all for it. Thank you, I will. Everybody here is grateful for what you have done. I'm not sure we would have been as successful if it hadn't been for you. I can't speak for everybody else, but this is what the knights are supposed to be doing, protecting the people and getting them out when the trouble comes. I'm thankful that, well... One of them's not here, but I'm thankful that they were here to help and, and stood up and stood their ground with me. It would have been much harder by myself, if not impossible. Agreed. I am glad for all the help you have all done. And don't worry about your other friend. He is helping me with a little task. I assure you it is not one you would not approve of. He is doing something good for us. Though it may pain him to do it, he is still doing it. I have faith in you. If that's what it is, then I'm glad he's able to help and was willing. He was. Could have said something, but, you know, hey. I assumed he did, but... No. no we, we all kind of woke up and went, Hey, somebody's missing. We kind of said, where the hell is he? She smiles at that. She says, but uh, I will warn you, I did mention that there might be a bit of steel... Where he was going, I may have 
exaggerated that a bit. <laughs> oh, he'll love it. Oh, steel is everywhere. I'm sure that he'll find it if he really looks. Well, I hope he does find some. Otherwise, I'm sure you can find a way to focus his new attention away from me. That's easily done, I believe. So how are the, uh, the citizens doing? Surprisingly well, considering. I think that the shock is wearing off and they are accepting where we are and they are banding together to help each other and to help Calamon. They understand that we must work together. Otherwise we will not be successful. Yes. Uh, I would prefer if you were behind the walls, even though I don't know of anything coming, but it's just one less thing to do if something was to happen. As would I, but I will not upset the leaders of Calamon. We will accept what they have given us with gratitude. Everyone must, if you will, earn your keep. I agree. We have even started sending scouts out to help track the dragon army's movement though two of them have not returned we are hoping they will return soon they were tracking some movement just north of the city that's in the direction we were in just yesterday a couple days ago a couple days ago okay <laughs> I believe if we rested once, twice. Twice now, I think. Twice, I think, yeah. Oh, you were south. Oh, we were south. Oh, never mind. Yes. Then I am a horrible ranger, <laughs> ranger and got my directions mixed up. Yes. You're above ground. That's what's causing the mistakes. Yeah. That's that's it. It's not enough above forest. Ground. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah, not a forest. The river threw me off. I do hope that they return soon and are safe when did you send them out yesterday morning all right and you expected them back yesterday evening yes i mean their area to scout was only up to 20 miles just northwest of the city so they should have been able to scout that and come back i mean it is tough terrain in some of that areas but not something they couldn't have done okay well after we uh, check in with the governor and commander and uh, see what they may have for assignments, we may be able to uh, take a little side trip up that way. We'll take a look and see what is required of us today. I would be grateful. So would their families. We will try and be back in the next two hours or so. Oh, if it is okay, I would like to travel into the city with you. I am eager to talk with Cudgel and Captain Becklin and see what they have 
experienced and how they survived. Yes, that would be uh, a good tale to hear. Agree. Uh, whenever you're ready. Give me a few moments. I must give some directions to the people. She goes off and you see her talk to a few people and they nod their heads yes and a few moments later she comes back. I am ready. Shall we? Onward. Let's go. Uh, her pace is a little quicker than you would have expected. You can definitely get a sense that she's got some urgency to get back to reunite with Cudgel and Becklin. Right. And you guys walk up to the castle and she asks where they are. She's given directions that they were given rooms on the third floor. And she heads directly to their rooms. And you see uh, Marshall Vendry is coming out of one of the rooms. She looks up and smiles. Ah, there you are. Morning. How is your morning, Ben? Good, Marshall. Just went to speak with the mayor. And we brought her here. Excellent. I know that Cudgel and Sir Becklin would be most excited to talk to her. Are they up and awake? I have not seen them this morning, but I would not expect Sir Becklin to be up and moving around. Her wounds were deep. As long as she's awake and not in peril, that's good enough for now. I do not believe she is in any imminent danger. Though I fear her wounds are more than just physical. Uh, we don't know what they stood in front of, so... Until we find that out, I guess it's hard to answer that question. Yes, nor do I. I have their report, but that does not tell me what they experienced and what they were feeling. Fair. May I ask what your plans are for today? Well, we were going to uh, meet with Sir Beckland and Cudgel, and then if you did not have any pressing assignment for us, Raven has reported that two of her scouts did not return last evening, and we would kind of like to uh, see where they may have found themselves. That sounds like an excellent plan. For now, I have no assignments for you, but we would like to know where those scouts are. All right, we will be on our way for that shortly then. Should we uh, check in with you guys and the mayor before we head out? Or governor, apologize, governor. I feel that you've already told me there's no reason to check out. Fair enough. That's all we need to hear. All right, thank you. You are welcome. And the marshal nods her head and heads down the hallway to another room. You hear commotion inside and people talking and papers being rustled around. It is the guard watching. She's probably razzing the troops. <laughs> right. right. Where are you guys going to head to next? Do we know which room they were assigned for Cudgel and Becklin? It'd be easy just to ask somebody on the third floor and they can direct you to the room. That sounds like a plan. Yep. You guys head to the room, knock on the door, and the door slowly opens and you see Cudgel standing there. Ah, I figured you'd find us. 
We would. What can I do for you? We just came to check on you, make sure that you were safe, and see if we could get you anything. Well, I, I pour out um, some mead for her and hand her my drinking horn. She smiles, takes a drink. I like you. As far as what we need, just some time to rest. Captain's a little injured, but she's going to make it. Is Raven already there, or was Raven with us? Raven left you guys as soon as you guys got to the castle. Just making sure. Yep, I forgot okay. to mention that. So she's in the room. Nope, you're good. She is, okay. So Raven found you guys, I take it, yes? You see a crooked smile come across Cudgel's face. Aye, she did. Delivered as promised. That you did. That you did. I owe you one for that. Is there anything we need to hear from you guys? Um, I know Mayor Raven, even though she doesn't want to be called that anymore, has some scouts that didn't come back, so our goal was to chat with you guys, find out any new info, and then try to go check in on that. But also, we really didn't get much chat time yesterday. Everybody was in kind of dire straits, and we thought it was best just to get back. For now... We will work with the leaders of Calamon. So far, everything seems good. I'm glad to hear that. Don't see any imminent danger that we are in. So, if Raven has asked you to find her scouts, I would ask that you head that way directly. All right. If we plan to stay here, defenses need to change. You know this game. Look around if you get a chance. It's not meant for defending right now. I I definitely agree with you there. They... A little overconfident, I would say they are. As well as... Hopefully we can do something to get the citizens of uh, Volgler inside the gates instead of outside the gates. That would be nice. I'm asking a lot very fast, and these people don't feel the threat yet, so I don't think they understand it. Hopefully your guys' story to them will paint a different picture than what we brought. I do hope so, too. Well, at least a stronger picture. I think us explaining their ferocity in combat has opened their eyes, and I do hope that they do something about it. I agree with you. Though I see Squire Darrett out there training their soldiers. He is eager. Very eager. Very gung-ho. Uh, yes, he is. Let me, uh, does he know Beckwin is back yet? He does. He Good. has already been here. And she has commanded him to go continue his training with the other troops. Good. She's a little stubborn with people being a nursemaid. That somehow doesn't surprise me. <laughs> she, she just knows that this one here is more stubborn than she is. So she doesn't argue with me much. But don't you worry. I'll make sure she's healthy. All right. Well, unless you guys have some other questions, I say let's uh, 
head out and we'll head off to the north northwest yep the questions i have can be answered later when everybody is up and ready for questions excellent north let's go we will check back in with you <laughs> cudgel holds your mead horn up smiles takes a drink shuts the door you're never getting that back <laughs> i know that's okay it is hers <laughs> you guys had that direction we do i don't have anything else to do so yes unless somebody else does yep uh you guys head kind of north a little northwest as you're traveling eh, make a dc 15 survival check all of us one of us Anybody that's got any tracking would be great to roll a survival check. And if you have any bonuses to it, it would be super I'm, useful right now. I'm proficient in it, so I mean. Uh, 14 plus 6, so I've got a dirty got 20. 19. Wonderful. Nice, nice. What did Gorn get by chance? He rolled a 1. Nice. So Gorn's found his own foot. <laughs> he starts heading south again, remember? Starts heading south, yes. The other uh, members of your party, you find some tracks a little less than 20 miles outside of town, and you start following them. You follow them for 15, 20 minutes is kind of your guess, and you see that there's a little clearing that opens up. So everybody make a, a DC 15 uh, perception check. Dirty 20. Got a 16. Okay. Yep. 8 plus 6 is a 14, so I missed it. Uh, the rest of you hear sounds of commotion up there. You hear some hissing sounds, and you hear somebody, you hear a voice. Tell me what's they're planning. And you hear another voice. I don't know. I was just, just sent here to watch you guys. I hear another voice. Skin him. They talk when you skin them. Do we see anything? Or is it just we're hearing it? That's what you hear as you're walking up. And these voices are rather loud. Okay. Well, I can play distraction. Okay. I'll sneak sneak off in that direction and veer off to the right or left and see what I can see. Roll me a stealth check. I will roll your stealth check. I'm going to walk out into the clearing and say, try skinning me. In other words, trying right. to help him. 25. 25. Oh, you sneak he didn't off. need help. <laughs> sneak off quite well. Uh, Alaric, you walk forward. Say what you say. Uh, Gorn, you sneak off. What is Dutch doing? I am moving with Alaric. Okay. Uh, as you guys exit out of kind of the wooded area, and you can see in the center of the clearing is a tall tree. You see a, a human male is tied to that tree. On either side of him, you see two of those winged creatures, uh, the shorter ones with the stooped shoulders and the mottled scales. 
They kind of have the shades of the brass and dark green with their glowing red eyes. And they're sitting with their short swords pointing them at him. If they've got him tied up and going to skin them after I say it, my point is to get in there and fight. So, Yeah, uh, as soon as you make make your statement, they both turn around and they smile. Ah, more. I like. And they point their short swords at you. Roll the old initiative stuff. All right. 21. Clark. 13. Dutch. 7. All right, Gorn. You get to start. I'm going to shoot the one on the left. All right. Fire away. I'm actually going to uh, utilize Hunter's Mark. Okay. As a bonus action. All right. 14 is your target number. All right. 21. You hit him. For a whopping six points of damage. Two ones on uh, on both dice. <laughs> Painful. Painful, yes. All right. From above. Yep. There we go. Alaric, as you're stepping out, <laughs> you hear the sound of the tree branches snap. I got a 21 and an 11. So I'm assuming the 21 does not hit. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. (laughs) 21 hits? Yeah. Yep. All right. You said it doesn't hit. Dropping (laughs) down. No, no, no. The 21 I meant does hit. The other one doesn't. Uh, Dropping out, you see one of those copper-colored, a little bit taller of these creatures. His eyes are orange, and he's got two daggers. And you see he's got some saliva dripping off of his fangs. So we hit you for seven piercing damage with a dagger and nine poison damage. Okay. 16 damage. The one that Gorin shot charges Dutch. Does a 16 hit? No. Alright. Alaric. Your turn. I am going to do the precise strike. It's <laughs> an awesome feat that you got a while ago. All right. So I rolled a 19 because my champion means that's a crit. Okay. So, so we said max dice plus the roll. So does that mean max d8 plus the roll? Uh, I think the D8's bonus damage, so I wouldn't think that would max. Okay, so start to... I mean, you're already starting at 12 plus your... I got I got a max on it anyway, so... Oh. So 20, 25, 28. 28 damage. <laughs> That's more than his max health. <laughs> so describe what you do to him. After being poison damaged and hurt a lot, just take the sword, straight pierce through, just gut him. Perfect. As you gut him, his entire body explodes into a splash of acid. Same as the last one. Alaric and Dutch, please make DC 12 dex saves. Uh, 12, you said? Okay. Yep. I passed. Perfect. Yep, passed. 19. Ooh, how much more damage did I just take? Uh, none. 
Oh. I was making sure it wasn't half damage, but nope. Just says you okay. avoid the I would have thought it was half. All right. Yep. Cool. Says you avoid the damage. Uh, Dutch. Okay. So there's one that attacked you, and there's one that's still next to the scout. Okay. Um, the one that is right next to me is going to get a guiding bolt right to his face. Okay. Now you're casting in melee. Is there any penalties for casting in a melee in 5th edition? I have no idea. Let me double check my uh, handy dandy chart. I don't see anything, but that doesn't mean that I'm not wrong. So if you want to throw a disadvantage on it or give him an opportunity attack. That does not say there is, but it would make sense there would be. It would make sense. It's Let's go with disadvantage and we'll look it up later. Because honestly, I cannot think of it right now, and I don't know why I can't think of it. So I like disadvantage. That makes sense. Oh, well, it doesn't really matter because my high roll was six. Poof. I, I just fail the, fail the cast. All right, and the uh, last one that's up there, he does not look happy that his captain was just gutted and exploded. So he charges at you, Alaric. And a seven misses. Goran. All right. You're up. That would be a 16. Which one are you shooting? The one I that was originally on the left that I believe attacked Dutch. Correct. All right. That hits. 14 is your target number. 14 points of damage. Sorry, 14. Uh, make that 18 points of damage. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, while you're describing his death, uh, Dutch and Alaric, please make your DC 11 con saves. All right. So the arrow comes from out between the trees, uh, hits him right in the back of the, the neck, he falls over away from Dutch and Alaric. And I rolled a 12. All right, Dutch. Yeah, I mirror imaged him 12 as well. Perfect. Alaric, your turn. There's one left. All right, let's go to normal swing. Perfect. Pretty sure I missed. You said 14, right? Correct. Yeah, I missed. I rolled a 13. Dutch. Okay. Uh, am I still in melee combat with him, or yep. are we... Uh, it's the one that's technically attacking Alaric, but you can he's right next to you, so... Yep. I do have my mace in hand, so I'll give him a swing. All right. Uh, that is a 18 plus. That hits. At four points of damage. Since he's a fanatic, he's going to swing at Alaric again. Well, 19 hits. Yes. Four points of damage. Goran. Moving Hunter's Mark over to the remaining one. All right. Hey, do you want to shoot the dead one? No. Just checking. I want to give you options. <laughs> 14. Just what you need. All right. 
Has this one been injured? Yes. Dutch okay. just hit it. Okay. 17 points of damage. Awesome. Rinse and repeat, Dutch. Alaric, roll your saving throws. While Gorn explains what this one's end looks like. As he turns to attack either Alaric or Dutch, uh, he gets shot in the heart. That's a 14 for me. 13. Perfect. So those three lizard creatures have been dispatched. And there's the poor scout sitting there tied up to a tree. Just one or two scouts? Just one. Okay. I'm going to look above us. Does it look like there's anything else in the trees? Uh, make a perception check. 27. Looks as though there's another scout that's hanging up in the tree. Okay. Upside down. Okay. Motionless. Motionless. All right. How far up is he? About 20 feet. Okay. See how he's tied up and see if I can let him down from here without making him fall. You'd have to climb the tree. Okay. When you I look around and then I start my climb. All right. Get the other one down. Yeah, while he's doing that, I will go check on the the second one that is on the ground. Uh, he's tied to the tree, looking pretty freaked out. Lots of scratches and cuts. Looks as though they okay. were aggressively interrogating him. Right, but no severe wounds. Not that you can see. Okay. And as soon as you get there, he's... Oh, my God, thank you so much. I watched what they did to my... And he points up there. He's like, I... We don't know anything. We were just told to watch things, and, and I mean... Yeah, calm down. Just relax. We'll get you out of here. Untie him. Last week, I was working a farm, and now I'm just... This is just... Yeah, we'll, we'll get you back to the city here in just a little while. That's... Raven was very worried about you guys and sent us to try and come to find you. Yeah, I, I mean... Looks as though they were split in the army. Okay. I th we, we think. Well, I guess now just I think that they, they were going to attack counties all and communities all near hinterland, and and the other group was going towards nightland. And I th it, to me, it, you know, it looks like you know when I was on the farm and and we had moles and we would set up ways of, of isolating the field so the moles couldn't come in. It looks like they were trying to do the same thing in, in similar traps. So if we did send an army that way, they would get caught in the traps. I just, I don't, whew, I don't think scouting's for me. And you've done well so far. You've just fed more information than we've heard in a long time. So at a hefty price as I look up. Yeah. He kind of looks up and then looks down. Uh, Gorn, when you we get up there, right? It looks as though the creature that was in the tree hiding, right, must have pulled this guy up there and was very aggressively interrogating this gentleman. Okay, uh, overly aggressive, and this gentleman is not alive anymore. Okay, he's beyond a cure light to bring him back. 
Okay. Yep. yep. All right. Then I'm going to either grab some more rope and lower him down, or if it looks like he's light enough, I will try to carry him down. You can find a way using the rope okay. and the tree branches to... Okay. And I'm going to holler down to the other two. Hey, uh, the other scout is... He's coming down. You lower him down as respectfully as you can. Right. Looks like he was probably just another farmer or just a normal citizen from Volgler. The other guy that's still alive. It's, uh, it's getting a little late. Can we get back? Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Let's uh, rig up a litter real quick to bring the body back. And As we're doing that, did the things we killed, did they have anything on them? Not necessarily an intense looting, but okay. anything that we can either take back or get yep, more have. information about. Yep. Uh, there's a little pack there that uh, looks like it's got... About 60 days of rations in it. And there is a small globe. Let me get the good description of it. Uh, you find a small sphere of thick glass. Uh, it's blue in color. It looks like it's probably about a pound. And inside the glass you see some swirling, a uh, little bit of light in there. Okay. I have no idea what that is, so... I would recommend that we just keep it covered and in the pack. And, okay. Uh, we'll turn it over with, you know, the pack and whatever other information we can provide. And uh, I say small. It's a little bit bigger than a marble. Was this on the uh, coppered-colored one? Uh, it was in a pack by the tree with oh, some other tree. other okay. stuff. Yeah. It looks like they were just carrying backpacks and having food and... Okay. Water and stuff, and one of them just happened to have this. Like I said, just check what they had, if any orders, notes, if nothing's there. Rig up the litter, like Dutch said, and head off. I would like to make a um, tracking check to find out what direction they came from. Okay. Roll your survival. That's good. Uh, 23. Okay. Uh looks like from what you can tell uh these creatures brought the scout here from the similar direction you guys were coming okay so almost parallel to the path you guys came so if you track it back you can find where they were ambushed in okay. a small clearing so they they were ambushed that was mm -hmm. i was just trying to figure out if the scouts stumble upon them or if they were ambushed or it, it looks like the scouts weren't as stealthy as they thought and they got ambushed. Okay. And then they were drugged to this little clearing to be, you know, aggressively interrogated. interrogated. Yeah. You guys spend the rest of the day and into the evening getting back to the city. The city officials are very eager to talk to the scout. They'd like to know more about what he learned, especially after you guys explain a little bit about what he's already told you. And he's asked to go talk to uh, the Marshal Vendry. And the scout heads into the Marshal's office. And uh, the governor comes up to you guys. Well, hello there. Hello. I, uh, I appreciate your efforts. It was 
exciting to hear that we actually have some news about this army. I would like to offer you a reward for your services. Beyond any... And she points at you, Gorn. Your normal pay. Well, thank you. And she hands you each a pretty heavy pouch. Just do a casual look to see what it contains. Quick glance, a, a pile of steel coins. No, thank you, Governor. This was very much appreciated. He waves. Oh, you have earned it. Thank you. Keep up the good work, and I'm sure that more can come your way. Hopefully the information helps and shows the whole part about him saying they're splitting the army and making traps uh, is concerning. I will look forward to the marshal's report. She is handling this since it's a military affair. I am continuing to keep the city calm. Makes sense. But again, I, I thank you for your service. Here to help. Okay. Well, since it's getting later, uh, let's clean up, find some dinner, and then retire for the evening. All right. Uh, that's pretty easy to do in the castle. Considering all the food is free for you. Very good. Yep. I'm not going to say it's great food because you're pretty much eating right. with the soldiers. It's food. It's free. Uh, you guys look in uh, uh, your pouches. Uh, there's a hundred steel coins in each pouch. So, Gorn, you just made 20 weeks of wages in one day. <laughs> Not saying you might look at another profession, but... <laughs> rescuing Scout seems to be That's more right. lucrative. That's right, yes. At least this time. You guys have a good night, have another you know, extended rest. Heal yourself up if you need to. Yeah, I do. I was just going to <laughs> interject the whole, once the fight was done, checking on Alaric and see what he was, how his health was doing, and if he was still getting acid. Uh, the acid oh, missed him, but the, the dagger, dagger didn't. Okay. I was at about half health, if you're asking if that's what you're in for. You really yeah, that's what I was, okay. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't terrible, but I was beat up. Okay. <laughs> So, Alric, next time before we go into combat, let me cast a protection from poison on you. This <laughs> just might help a little bit. Especially if we're fighting those big ones. Oh, man. Gowsers. Or protection from ambush. <laughs> That's probably not going away. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever actually said this, but as a GM, I always assume when you go to sleep that in this situation you're safe, so... The cleric's going to cast all the spells to heal you up, etc. Mm -hmm. So right. you're yep. fully healed. You don't have to worry about it. The only time I worry about that is if it's in a situation where it's like, okay, you're going to rest, but you could be ambushed. Right. How many yeah. spells are you going to spend? Otherwise, mm -hmm. I'm not going to worry about it right now. Yeah. Uh, the next day, uh, you guys get up, you know, have breakfast. Uh, Derek finds you guys. Uh, hi. Morning. Morning, Derek. Good morning. How are you all? Doing well. How's your training going? It's, go it's going well. I have been asked to request your aid in some of this training. Um, okay. Gorin, if, if you could please help train some of the soldiers on how to use a bow a little more effective, that would be most helpful. Okay. 
Uh, Alaric, if you could help me with the melee training. Of course. And then um, Dutch, there are some volunteers that would like to learn more about healing, but perhaps may maybe the more scientific approach. So they're looking for um, medicine abilities, not clerical abilities. Yes. Okay. And they are still a little nervous about your words about the gods returning. It's, it's a little much right now. Maybe stay with the science of healing. All right. I can do that. Thank you. Gorin hands you some herbs and says, these are some herbs that are, are good for this type of healing. Mm -hmm. Thank you. That you can, should be able to find, that they should find around here. Excellent. So, just kind of have a little montage with Alaric working on training. Gorin's teaching people how to use a bow. Uh, Dutch is mixing up herbs and talking about you know, this, this is where, this is how you pack a wound. This is how you wrap a wound. A little bit about triage. Just different things like that. You guys spend most of the day doing that. Just before dusk, Alaric, you get a messenger that comes to you. And he just hands you a scroll. Just a small scroll. Take it. And it's got the official wax seal of... Uh, the Salamitic Knights. Uh, for me? Or back one? I, I was told to give this to Squire um, Alaric Cal Cal Calborn. For me. Thank you. He nods his head and skedaddles off. Step away and open it up. Read. Uh, you pop the seal and on the inside, written in fairly good penmanship it says on this day Alaric Kelborn is asked to meet at dusk on the fourth floor of Castle Calamon so our lodging okay <laughs> tell Goran and Dutch if we're still out training you head out to look for them and they are not in the training area any longer well, I guess... Uh, oddly enough, you look around and Derrett's gone as well. There's other you know, leaders within the Kalaman army who have been continuing the training with their troops, but you're the only one of your group that came in here that is still down in this area. If it's getting to be that time, I guess I would head up. Yep. Uh, you head up to the fourth floor. As soon as you walk in, you notice that the room has been cleared out for the most part. On the western side of the, the main ballroom, there's a large stained glass window that has now been exposed. The fabric that was covering it has been pulled down. You see Captain Becklin stands there in front of a large table that has a black velvet tablecloth draped over the top. You can tell that there's something under the velvet, but... From here, it's hard to tell what it is. Uh, you can see that the sun is starting to set 
and it shines through the stained glass. Uh, to the right of Captain Becklin, you see Derrett standing there in his armor. Looks like it's all shined up, and he's standing there very proud. On the left of Becklin, you see Dutch standing there. It looks as though Dutch has found himself some more formal attire for the evening. In front, and slightly to the, the left, Gorin is standing there. And next to Gorin is Marshal Vendry. On the right side, just in front of Derrett, you see Raven standing there. And just in front of Raven, you see Cudgel. They're forming kind of almost a, a horseshoe shape. Everybody is dressed in formal attire. You see uh, Beckland. She is standing there wearing a older style Salamnic full plate armor. It still has the filigree, but it's a little older design. As soon as you walk in, uh, Captain Beckland motions towards you. Alaric, please approach and stand in the middle of our group. I do. You walk forward. You get standing in the middle. She looks over. Squire Derrett, please remove Squire Alaric's sword. And Derrett walks out. I'm assuming since you have a two-handed sword, it's on your back. On my back. He slides it off your back, walks it over, sets it down on the table behind her. Captain Becklin looks over and says, In the past, a moment like this would have been led with a prayer by the ranking knight Clarist. In place of that, I have asked Dutch, please lead us with an opening prayer. I take a half step and close my eyes, bring out one hand to cast light. I call upon the power of Kiri Jolith, the divine power of unity, the patron deity to the Knights of the Sword. Please be with us. Measure the sword of Squire Alaric on his values of courage, heroism, and faith. Bring us forward through these ceremonies to where we shall move to be better unified amongst all. To Kirijoleth and Paladine, may the gods bless all. With that, I'll take my half step back. Glenn steps forward. I will now recite the oath of ennoblement as per our order. I do hereby pledge to honor the strictures of the sacred heritage and promise by my faith to be loyal to the holy brotherhood of Salamnic Knights, maintaining my devotion against all persons without deception or forethought. Further, I vow to uphold the principles of loyalty, obedience, courage, heroism, justice, and honor, and to solemnly and faithfully follow the edicts of the triumvirate. I take this pledge freely, without coercion or expectation of reward. Sworn in this holy place before our Lord's Paladine, Kiri Joleth, 
and Habaku, and in blessed memory of those who have given their lives to our noble cause. Est solaris oath mythos sifat. All who pledge to be knights must live by this pledge. Squire Alaric, can you make this pledge and live up to it? I do make this pledge on my oath. Captain Beckland steps back, turns and nods to Derrett. The squire steps forward, walks right up to you, Alaric, and starts unfastening your half plate you're wearing. He takes it off, sets the pieces off to the side. He walks up to the table that is standing behind uh, Beckland. He removes one of the velvet coverings where you see an older style salamnic full plate armor. He piece by piece places it on you, starting with the greaves on your legs, working to the bracers on your arm. He then places the breastplate and the backplate on you and begins to fasten it on the sides. He then steps forward and hands you a, one of the horned helms that represents the knighthood. You see the salamic filigree on the front representing your order and the path you've chosen. He steps forward and says, This looks more like the armor you should be wearing. It will defend you as you defend others. He turns and steps back and stands next to Becklin. Becklin then looks over at Gorin and nods. From behind his back and from a pouch or from a, a, a pack, pulls out this, this fabric of purple, walks up uh, to your left shoulder and asks you to bend down slightly. He says, Alaric, I present you with this cape of purple. Unlike its traditional meaning, of purple being royalty. The purpose of this cape represents the balance between red and blue. It can be unstable at this point, just like the Salamnic Knights hood is today. I give you this garment of purple as a statement of your independence. It is not red or blue, but the fusion of the two colors. In this, you embody the fusion of mundane with the innovative. Purple is associated with bravery, as your bravery has not wavered since we have met. The color conveys high value and lofty goals. This value I see in you is not monetary, but the value you give in your pursuit of your lofty goal to restore the image of the Salamnic knighthood. On a more, well, meaningful note to me, is uh, Isbin always had the problem of trying to rhyme purple in the common tongue, for he said there is no word that can ever rhyme with purple. But I have found two words in the common tongue, um, both that will suit you in your knighthood, when you may be described a battle from horseback. 
as you bravely fight on horseback with this cape of purple, after battle you might, and may say, your steed is herpled, as it may have been shot in its purple. So go, find those words, and laugh with me. I bow, I walk back. Bow back. Becklin bows her head, turns back and looks at you, Alaric. With the permission of Sir Elijah Belford, and she turns around, picks up your sword, walks towards you. Neil. I do. To honor those knights like Venus, Salamis, the hero Huma Dragonbane, and Berthel Brightblade. And she taps the sword on each shoulder and once on your head. I hereby knight thee, Sir Alaric Kelborn. She steps back, kneels down, and sets your sword in front of you. May this never fail you, as your oath never fail you. Then she stands up, steps back. She turns and nods to Cudgel, who you hear Cudgel just go, Hip, hip! And everybody yells, Hurrah! Hip, hip! Hurrah! And she steps forward and smiles. You have earned this. I am proud to call you a knight. Thank you. I'm honored. I didn't quite expect this here or now, but I appreciate it. Strange times call for strange ceremonies. But you have proven yourself. Messages I have sent back and forth with Sir Belford, he agreed that this was the moment. Though he does send his regards and his wishes that he could have done this himself in our main stronghold. But as I said, strange times call for strange ceremonies. Agreed. I think we are at a odd moment currently with things that are happening. That we are. That we are. Well, my brother, I fear if we don't head down to the celebration, Cudgel will come up here and drag us out by our hair. <laughs> True. <laughs> I say we go. As you walk out, you hear Cudgel walk up to Gorn, slaps Gorn on the back. Ha ha! Nurple! <laughs> that rhymes with purple. It does. Have you ever seen one of A those? Nurple? I can show you. <laughs> Purple nerp, ah. and then we can end today with a little wrestling there match go. with Gorn and Cudgel as they head towards the free food and free booze. Wonderful, absolutely. Well, uh, you know, thanks for jumping on tonight, guys. I know tonight was a little bit shorter. I didn't want to get too much into things with RJ being gone. Uh, for anybody that has the module, uh, no, the knighting ceremony is not in the book. They talk all about how mages can get out their tar test at the Tower of High Sorcery, but they do nothing about uh, knighthoods other than, hey, you get these feats and call yourself a knight. 
I thought that was a little boring. So I wanted to make a ceremony and this just seemed like the perfect time and perfect spot to put it in. So before next session, I'll level up to five. I think that I think you're at four. So jump up to level five. Okay. I think, uh, you know, remind everybody, catch me on social media. I'm at Burlew underscore Chris or catch the rest of us and this group uh, on the discord channel the rpg academy's discord channel just hit michael up at the rpg academy on pretty much every social network he'll get you an invite to jump in the discord that's where you can find all of us uh, mostly me talking about geeky things well i should say mostly michael and other people i read a lot comment when i can and want to so uh, otherwise i uh, will end it like we always do just remember at the rpg academy our thoughts are if you're having fun you're doing, doing it right right Awesome. We're getting better. All right. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.